0: Welcome to the Tea Grannies, I'm Elise,
1: And I'm Maria. Today we're here to talk about our NaNoWriMo progress, so pour yourself a cup of tea, let's get started.
0: All right, so full disclosure, we are recording this on November 5th at 2.03 p.m. Um, because you care. <laughs> uh, no, but we're just saying this is how far we are into Nano. We understand that this episode is coming out like a week later. So our progress will be a little different by then, but for now we're just gonna, that's what this episode is about. We're talking about where we're at in the moment. So Nano in the trenches, we are we are in it. We are fighting the fight, and that means that we are officially at the end of the first week of Nano Remo. and uh, this is our this is our little check-in because we've been kind of checking in throughout the week, but it has been it has been a week so it's been a rough week already (laughs) we're catching up with each other while we're catching everyone else up here too um yeah so for my part i only wrote on monday and wednesday this week Uh, for perspective nano started on the monday so i wrote on day one and day three um oh today's day five i wrote a little bit today um planning to write a little bit more and hopefully that all goes well but um i knew this would happen because my tuesdays and thursdays are generally I don't have time. Uh, and that's just the way my schedule's rolled out. So before we started NaNo, I went onto their resource, one of their resources page. I can't remember what it is, but we'll add the link into the description later so that you can access it if you'd like. But essentially they had a quiz and the quiz was about um, my schedule, which is terrifying because I don't want to divulge that information to anyone who's going to judge me. But thankfully it was just an AI and the AI told me when I should write (laughs) during the whole month of November. Um, so I use that and I put it all into my calendar that, okay, this day I'm going to get this many words, this day I'm going to get that many. Um, and that accounts for my Tuesdays and Thursdays that are booked solid. Like I generally, at most I can see myself getting maybe 200 words in there if I'm having Mm -hmm. a, a decent day. Um, but I have to make sure I can get those in basically half an hour, so that's about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I also got FOMO and booked out my weekend, so my future's a little bleak. But um, <laughs> I met I met the the weekly count. I had I had a really great first day, which we'll talk about a little bit later, and when we talk about some successes. But yeah, for now, um, I'm. I'm punishing myself a little bit because I know I've I've done terrible things with my schedule.
1: <laughs> Which is pretty much what is happening to me as well. Um so I kicked off Nano with my birthday. Yeah. So exciting. So I was actually I planned my birthday. I always book it off and I always planned my birthday around Nano Remo. I So I to that. like oh, it was great. I like got up and like wrote in my pajamas and oh, then like i guess. went for lunch and i came home and i wrote some more that and, like, sounds it like was the just, best birthday ever it was a great day mm-hmm. and uh so that was kind of how i got started so i had a really good first day too like i hit over 2000 on the first day which uh was pretty good considering like for the last couple months i've been writing like no more than like 400 words every time i sat down That's, so i was like
0: yeah
1: happy yeah I was good Uh, And I did really well the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the first three days and then day four, which was yesterday, I had a random last minute meeting that went for like an hour and a half longer than I planned, which ate into my whole two hours of writing time that I had blocked. Uh, so that sucked and i almost gave up like i was like i have a cushion like i've written ahead and like maybe i'll just give up but i was like no you'll be mad at yourself and this is where like the accountability of yourself comes in i was like i will be mad at myself so yeah i i ordered takeout
0: smart and then
1: uh i sat down at my computer and i looked at my little doordash notification and i was like okay (laughs) i have 40 minutes
0: to write. Ooh, like a built-in um writing yes, spring timer
1: in- <laughs> yeah and I was like and I'll definitely be done time because I'm starving and I'm not missing dinner <laughs> that hangry so, energy <laughs> the angry energy so I wrote 949 words yeah which was pretty good that's basically a thousand chapter. which is basically awesome. yeah I was quite happy about that so yep. you know and then I sat down had dinner and like kind of like had to decompress after I was like Mm -hmm. whoa that was intense and I also did that same quiz uh from the nano website like about when you should write yeah and mine told me to like write more on the weekends and then I was like well but then I looked at my weekend schedule and I was like hmm I don't actually think that that's feasible (laughs) weekends I don't know what it is about Saturdays but it's like everybody requires my presence on Saturday at something and like all day Saturday I'm just booked I very rarely get to write on Saturday so I was like okay I got a plan for that so again with the writing ahead so I didn't quite get there yesterday so my goal is today to at least get back stay on track with the nano goal which is like I think 8300 and something words today okay so as long as I write like 1200 words today I'll be totally on track but I need to build up that that cushion again (laughs) because
0: shit happens (laughs) it does (laughs) Yeah. Uh, day one for me was also pretty great, like I mentioned. Um, I I go through these phases. This happened last year for Nano, too, I was telling you, just before this. Um, so on Monday, I wrote over 9,000 words. Um, <laughs> which is amazing. That's insane. I never write more than, like, a good day, I was telling someone the other day, a good day for writing for me is, you know, Two to three thousand words. If I can get that, like that is a good writing day. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy. If I get four thousand, geez, I'm over the moon. I need a reward. I, you know, I can write off the rest of the week because, you know, I had that one great writing day. Um, uh, so nine thousand is, um, that's insane. That mm-hmm. ju- shouldn't happen. That doesn't happen very often. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was a pretty, pretty happy <laughs> with myself. About yeah. That. Very amped. Yeah. Um, last year was my my record nano year that everyone's very excited about, and I got two different ten k days, which you know I didn't quite reach that with my Monday, but I'm not complaining because <laughs> it's you close still enough. Have the rest of them, it's close yeah. enough. But yeah. So so day one, I it was it it was a big success. I guess we're into our success section yes. now. Um, huge success. The only way that that bites you in the butt is when you're like, oh, I did so good. I don't have to write today. I did so good on Monday, Mm -hmm. it's Wednesday, and uh, I don't need to, but then I had that same moment like you did of, if I don't write today, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, I'm going to be mad at myself. So, yeah, yeah, I did sit down and write on Wednesday, even though I didn't need to, technically I didn't need to write until the weekend, I think it was like, until tomorrow. I could have not written Mm -hmm. a single word until tomorrow, and I would have been on track. Uh, Thankfully, I did not do that. I wrote on Wednesday, and I'm going to do some more writing today, hopefully, and that way... I don't have to push as much out on the weekend based on my schedule so that's that's been good but the little buffer of day one being such a good day that's a that's a that's a nice that's a nice thing (laughs) that's a really nice thing I don't know are you are you neurotic like I am where um, even though you know you're ahead of the deadline you're ahead of schedule way ahead like Mm-hmm. significantly ahead. Um, you're still terrified of not meeting the deadline. So you're like, no, every moment not doing it is a moment wasted. And even though you're ahead right now, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Are you like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's not yep. just me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and on then that.
1: if I fall, even like right now, I'm worried that I will be like just meeting the goal yeah and that will feel like a failure kind of like I put all this pressure on myself to like write ahead this month oh okay and like that's my goal like I'm gonna try and write like instead of like whatever it works out to be like 1,667 words a day my personal goal to myself has been to write 2,000 words a day Mm -hmm. which um out of the four days I have done it 50% of the time already. So twice.
0: And that's great. I
1: don't have high hopes for today, but, or tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. We'll
0: see. Yeah. Uh,
1: In, in, a perfect world I would have one of those really big days like you did I don't think I could do 9,000 words in a day um yeah for that, perspective
0: that was me sitting at my desk literally all day like I got up I sat down that was an all I day. did a couple of minor tasks in between things but other than that I was like mm-hmm. okay no interruptions I don't think I even had our message app open
1: which is smart because that is distracting because yeah. I will like message you and then I'll be well, like well we get to chat and it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think my record for, like, a really good day is 4,000 words. Which is Um, amazing. So amazing. And when I hit it, I was like, did I count that right? (laughs) Because there's no way I wrote 4,000 words in one day. Like, I'm really a slower – or I used to be a really slow writer. NaNoWriMo and, like, kind of forcing myself to write drafts, like, Mm -hmm. in a timeline has really helped me get more words out, but sometimes, some days, it's still a struggle, which we are we're gonna get into in a moment. We will get into struggles, <laughs> yeah. But for successes,
0: yeah. I think I had a couple more. Like, we were gonna talk about outlining, because mm-hmm. yes. um, if you've listened to any of season one, you've probably heard us say something <laughs> to the effect of outlines, blech. We don't do that crap. Um We are both cancers. we've tried and failed <laughs> yeah. too many yeah, times, exactly. so we just don't try anymore. <laughs> exactly, it's been a bad experience, it's tra- traumatizing, don't wanna try that mm-hmm. again um but yeah that's a whole lot of exaggeration as we i think both discovered this month mm-hmm. we both outlined the draft that we were going to write for Nano. Ahead of Nano, right? Ahead of it starting. Mm -hmm. We both had an outline. I think you had intended to do that because you're rewriting something that you wrote Mm -hmm. before. But for me, this is a first draft. I had no intentions of outlining. I knew I I had the ending like with this draft because it's book three in a series um, and I want it to be a trilogy. So I want the series to end here. I decided, okay, I need to know my ending so that it doesn't become one of those 10 seasons and counting TV shows that become crap by season two, but they just keep going for the money. Um, Yeah. So I wanted to end at book three. So I picked my ending and That was supposed to be enough, but then a couple days before Nano, I was trying to get some words in just to kind of get some momentum going beforehand, so I could stop in the middle of a chapter, and when Nano started, it would be like, okay, I just dive right in. Um, And it wasn't working. I was not getting words. I was staring at a blank page and trying not to be sad, and somehow I just started thinking, okay, I can't figure out what to do. I have no idea how to start this chapter. What do I want to happen in the chapter? And this is how I get unstuck in the middle of a draft when I – when I hit that mid-month slump or whatever but um I used it here it's kind of earlier on the draft so I wasn't expecting to need to so I just started planning out a chapter and then I started planning out the next Mm -hmm. chapter and then that led into a different character thing and I started planning out that chapter and then that just kind of like snowballed and by the end of it I had this whole thing I was like that that takes me from here to the end that I had planned for um is this a dream (laughs) I think that's probably what my reaction was because, as you said, like, you never get a 4,000 word day. I never outline. That's not a thing that I do. But for, I mean, apparently for my Monday word count, it was very helpful. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) overall, I consider that a huge success.
1: And I did outline this time. So we had a writer's conference the weekend before NaNoWriMo mm-hmm, started. Right. And I went to, I think I went to one or two workshops on outlining. Cause I yeah. was like, look, like I, I kind of figure it was one of those things where I was like, I'm sure I could learn how to do it. Like yeah. if I just put some effort Absolutely. in, maybe I can learn how to do it. Whether I stick to it is a whole other thing, but I'm going to learn. So I went to one and I, I was sitting in the, the lecture and I'm like, you know, I doodle and I'm like telling myself I'll take notes, but I, I really don't. <laughs> and then uh, she was talking about the uh, different ways for outlining, which we will maybe do an episode on at some point. I uh, want get better at it. And so I started making like a point form list. I was like how it would apply to my second draft that I'm working on, uh, because when I finished the first draft, I actually wrote it for last year's Nano Remo. The only thing I was really, really sold on was my first couple chapters And um, like kind of making sure that like they it's an enemies to lovers kind of fantasy romance. But I wanted them to be married earlier in the story because, I mean, the happy ending, it doesn't end when you get married. Like that's kind of when it actually starts. So I was like, well, I'd love to see them like work through the beginning of their marriage together as well. So I was like, okay. I want to stick with those things and that's that was pretty much that was the only thing i was really had to stick to um and so then the outline started to take shape and then we brainstormed a bit and i outlined all the way to like the end (laughs) like just really brief outline yeah and uh i was like what the heck but then i i was finishing writing uh the other day and i was like i'm gonna check my outline and i was like "Ooh, i forgot about that So apparently when you outline, you kind of have to check in with your outline as you're writing to make sure. that. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to work on that a bit, but uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And I had already rewritten my first two chapters, which I was planning to keep as they were, like I said. Uh, so I was pretty much diving in from third chapter on for this mm. draft. And yeah, it's been, it's taking a completely different shape, but I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. And the fact that you're, like, at least loosely following the outline. I think that's the mm-hmm. whole point. Um, yeah. I Yeah. We're getting into – we want to talk about some struggles that we're, we've been mm-hmm. having next. Um, and I think this kind of leads into it really well. Um, <laughs> I'm in a class right now for oh, – what's it called? I'm not – I never remember the name of the class because it's really long. It's something like Advanced Business Writing and the Professions. Or it's – Those are all parts of the name of the course, but I can never remember how it strings together. (laughs) Uh, It's not important. The important thing is I'm taking a writing class right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And the first kind of section, and and it's for nonfiction. I should be clear about that. It's for nonfiction writing for business and the professions. Like that's, you know, pretty Mm -hmm. self-explanatory. So it is a little bit of a different mindset. But the first couple modules of the course have been all about uh, drafting and the idea of invention, and how you come up with ideas, and how you decide to start writing them down. Um, And so the textbook, and um, there's a couple different books on writing that we're reading at the same time That's part of our required readings for the course, uh, just kind of go through the different kinds of strategies that writers tend to use when they're in the drafting phase. And usually people use a mix of different ones, but there's certain people that swear by things like free writing or they do a big, I mean, you and I, we brainstorm together all the time. So mm-hmm. that's a big part of, of our writing process, whether it's verbally out loud together or um, through a chat, um, just sending ideas back and forth and hearing comments on them. That's a great way to start generating ideas and getting excited about about different things. So I've been reading about all these different kinds of strategies and, and ways to consider uh, starting and how how writers start and how they get into starting an idea, because that's kind of a very loose, unknown, mysterious process, I think, that intimidates a lot of people. But one of the strategies that they've talked about is outlining um, and the pros and cons of it, which I typically hear about outlining from people who outline and who are mm-hmm. like swear by it. And they're like, oh, you don't outline? You can't be a good writer until you outline. I've heard that. Um, <laughs> I've heard people say things like, no good writer gets anywhere without outlining so you know that feels real good on the on the (laughs) (laughs) self-esteem when it's like uh, an
1: impossible ask
0: for you just like stabbing the knife and twist it further why don't you thanks (laughs) so that's you know that's been a big struggle we can put that under the struggle category i struggle with the Mm -hmm. fact that i don't outline because i don't like it but when we do outline like you were saying, it's it's a very you have a very loose short outline. It's very brief, um, and I think that's that's where the strength of it comes in for pantsers and people that don't typically do it or they, they they find it frustrating. I find it frustrating to outline because then I feel like I've written the book already and then I'm bored. It's like I know what's going to happen. Why why am I doing this? I write books for myself. I write books to discover to discover the story and to go on a journey with the characters and that's what's fun about it for me. So I can't. If I want to get anywhere with a draft, I can't take that out of the equation. And I think how I've managed to trick myself into outlining is by keeping it brief and keeping it short. Or by not outlining outlining the whole draft, just outlining a Mm -hmm. chapter. And when I say outlining a chapter, I don't mean like I go through every single moment of the scene and I say so-and-so speaks here. And No, that's writing the chapter. I go through my structure and be like, okay, what needs to happen in this scene? Biggest points, maybe three biggest points or whatever. So-and-so needs to talk about this thing. This thing needs to be uncovered. So-and-so needs to get from this place to this place. That's about it. I'm not giving myself details of how that all happens and how it all unfolds. I don't even necessarily say who's all in the scene because I can throw people in at random if if it happens to work out. And then I have that discovery element of I don't really know what's going to happen even though I know exactly what's going to happen. So yeah, it's a brain trick and I think, I think it works out here, but... Yeah, the the whole struggle of outlining. I think it can work for everyone, like you're saying. It's something you can learn. It's a skill you can learn. Mm-hmm. But it's going to look different for you than it's going to look for someone who is like a through and through outliner and can't start until mm-hmm. the outline. Because there's writers like that too. Like they can't start working on an idea until they have a complete picture of it. Cool. I would never write anything if I did that. All of my <laughs> ideas
1: start with like a vibe. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I like that vibe. I like that vibe hmm. a lot. And then I like add one or two things and then I'm like okay that's like a first that's almost a first chapter now and that's that's how I start all my projects. Yeah if I had to outline to write I would never have done it. Mm -hmm. We would not be doing this podcast <laughs> um, the one thing I'm running into, I don't think it's necessarily tied to the outline. I think okay. it's tied to the fact that I'm doing a second draft. Yeah. Is I'm being a lot harder on myself. Mm. Uh, my writing, the quality of my writing, and what's happening in every scene where I'm like, yeah. in a first draft, I just let it take me. Yeah. I don't go, oh, this needs to happen here or, or anything really in Mm -hmm. in a first draft. I'm, I'm just following my little characters and like, you know, I'm like, I'll add plot later. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But in the second draft, it's, it's been way harder for me. Like I am sitting there going like, should I have this happen? Mm -hmm. Like, what if I, and you know, I'm second guessing a lot of my ideas and that isn't even something I normally run into in a second draft too much. And I think part of it is like, I want this draft to be ready to go to beta readers after I've done it. Oh, so I'm okay. trying to like make it too polished and I should yeah. really just roll with it. Yeah. Like I do with the first draft mm-hmm. because I already know, like I have an outline, like I'm not, uh, I'm not going to be going completely off the deep end with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's been kind of a struggle for me um and now that I've articulated it I'll probably stop struggling with it as much
0: (laughs) verbal processing for the win podcast therapy (laughs) session
1: um the other thing that's been killing me is the time management because uh, I don't take my own advice we told you guys last episode Clear your schedule. And, like, we had protect so your much time. good
0: advice for everyone. Oh.
1: We have great advice, <laughs> whether we follow our own advice or not. I mean, this is the struggle. Do as I say, um, not as I do, please. Exactly. <laughs> so I, it's something for me sometimes I'm like, oh, look at all that free space on my calendar like I gotta fill it with something mm-hmm. I it's something I should work on just in general uh so what I started doing this week when I noticed myself doing that was I put nano in my calendar in like a two or three hour block nice uh, and that's I think gonna help not yeah. today and not tomorrow but after that <laughs> it looks like it's gonna be great uh the other thing I've been running into. Um, this is not me shifting blame, but my husband's been off work <laughs> with a broken finger. <laughs> so uh, my work from home days have been um, interrupted more frequently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: a it's been fine
1: it. yeah it's nice it's been nice having him home uh for some things like the best part is like uh, a lot of the stuff that I sometimes do during the day is like breaks for work like dishes and stuff like that he's been doing all that Aww. so like, oh, I go have more time to write mm-hmm. but uh, I haven't really had <laughs> much more time to write because he pokes his head in my office and he's like should we take the dogs for another walk or do you want to go get coffee because like he's bored he's, he's so bored. bored out of his mind <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, sometimes I turn around and he's like, oh, are you busy right now? I'm like, if I weren't busy, I wouldn't be sitting in my office in front of my two computers. What do you think?
0: So, <laughs> right? So like, oh, I, that's man.
1: something that I wasn't uh, planning on having to deal with. Uh, so that has been uh, that has been a little rough. He goes back to work next week, though. So <laughs> I feel like I might get more stuff done. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, that was one of those like outside distractions that I hadn't planned for mm-hmm. uh, or really thought about. So uh, I've been trying to work through that a bit. And 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 to be totally fair to him, I find him easily distracting because like I love to go hang out with him. So when he's like, "Do you want to go for a coffee and go to the bookstore?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yes." yes? <laughs> I'll do this shit later. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think later. you married him? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he's kind of an enabler. So um yeah, so we will we'll see how that goes next week. But I really I do need to work a little bit on that. And the other thing that I'm bad about is giving myself breaks. Uh so sometimes like I come home from the office because I have like a hybrid schedule where I go into the office a couple of days a week. So I'll come home and just like try and come into my home office and sit down and like write. And I just cannot transition. And the so the mistake I've made with my time management is I have to give myself some time to like transition from my tasks so like yeah next week on my office days I'm gonna come home and like take a lunch break you know nice. like I should be
0: doing uh-huh should be doing anyway but don't yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and then sit down to like write or whatever and just and not multitask like I find like I said I have the double setup like I have my desktop computer mm-hmm. work computer and then my laptop so I'll be writing and then I'm like oh I better check in on that work thing and I'll like turn my chair and check my work thing and then I get pulled out of my own story yep and then I end up staring at the page for a long time. So that's the other thing that I'm going to work on the rest of the month is like when I'm writing, I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And when I'm working, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's that, my plan. Um,
0: that that and your note about you being in your second draft and like being more critical of yourself um, mm-hmm. reminds me of the chapter I just read for school because it was talking about people that try to write. The, the draft perfect the first time and how much yeah. that blocks you because you're just, your inner critic is completely alive in that moment. It's criticizing yeah. every word you choose and every phrase. And every time you say you you type a word and then it's uh, not quite right, you go backspace. You're pulling mm-hmm. yourself out of the story. Every time you're making an yes. edit or a change, you're pulling yourself out of the story.
1: That's exactly it. Or like rewriting a sentence. Like mm-hmm. I can rewrite those when I edit. I don't yeah. need to rewrite the sentences yep. now. And <laughs> like, you might
0: cut the scene later. And then yeah. you've gone and you've edited and revised it and all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah. that's that can definitely be a huge block. That's really frustrating. <laughs> and that
1: leads us right into our next segment about writer's block.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you already know my stance on this, so I guess I'll just kind of take it away. I think I've talked about this in episode one, in uh, season one as well. So this might be some double up on information, but um, I, don't, I don't like the term writer's block. I haven't liked it for a long time. Um, I used to use it all the time, but I just find it way too easy to twist it into this unhelpful excuse. Just giving any reason why I'm not writing, I'm having trouble writing, just slotting it all under writer's block doesn't feel very helpful to me because it's practically the same thing as saying, well, my muse is just not answering my calls today. So, uh, yep, I'm hooped. Uh, and (laughs) that's not true. Um, I don't, I don't believe in the muse thing either. So I like to say that I don't believe in writer's block and writer's block is a myth, but, If you like that language and that's a vocabulary that you want to keep, instead we can try drilling down into maybe what we can call the types of writer's block, which I'm I'm willing to compromise on this (laughs) Um, (laughs) for the sake of anyone whose opinion differs from mine, which there will be plenty, so that is totally fine. But yeah, if you want to talk about the types of writer's block or the reasons why you're having trouble writing, that's that's all writer's block is. It's a set of reasons why you're having trouble getting words on the page. And once I drill down to a specific issue that I'm having, I can usually figure out a different strategy for dealing with it. And that's what, you know, you sit down in front of a blank page, you're having trouble. I decide to outline my scene a little bit. And then all of a sudden, wow, I've got 2000 words. Where did those come from? So it does work, but I created a little list of the types of writers' block It is a not an exclusive list so there could be other ones on here but uh, Maria liked them so I thought I would read them for yeah, everyone I love them. <laughs> um, so number one blank page blank brain I think that's one we've both experienced many times mm-hmm. over the past week It's been the most yeah. prevalent one um and that's maybe where all writers blocks start you've got blank page mm-hmm. you've got blank brain nothing's coming nothing's working. There's also the cursed cursor. This is similar. It's just you've got that blinking cursor and for some reason it's really distracting and it's not helping you generate anything. You're just staring at the blink and you're like, why does it do that? Does it have to do that? Can you turn that off? I believe you can in your settings, by the way. Um, But it's still doing it. And you don't want to go through the trouble of finding your settings and figuring it out because you're not an mm-hmm. IT person like your husband and you want to just ask him to do it for you. Now I'm descending into a rabbit hole that you don't need to hear about. Um, <laughs> the next one is the attack of constant notifications. And this is when you – maybe you've kept your phone next to you on vibrate or whatever because you know you're waiting for a certain thing and you need to be there for when it's on your phone. Um Maybe you just forgot to put it on silent because you know that that'll be more helpful in the long run. But the attack of constant notifications, I think that happens to everybody. And then the next one related to that is my phone is on silent and face down on my desk and how did I get on Instagram? <sighs> And then I'll be chatting with you on Instagram, and it's like, wait, That's we were both worst. in a writing sprint, and now we're both on Instagram. And how did we get here? And there's no and we're accountability like, here. <laughs> it's like that Spider-Man <laughs> meme where they're like, da da. And are yeah, you, you can't even <laughs> yes. like call the other person out because like we yeah, know we're both, we're both supposed to be writing. We're oh. in a chat together about how we're both supposed to be writing, but then we're both on Instagram. <laughs> Social media is the devil, and I will accept it no is argument. The word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then some like real reasons for writer's block. I've written myself into a hole and I don't know how to crawl back out. That sometimes involves cutting words, which is killing darlings, which is very painful for everyone. I just want to fix this one thing before I write some more, and oops, how did I end up with three more variations of chapter one? When did that happen? This is for oh, you rewriters dear. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you go back and you're like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read. I'm just gonna read a little bit. To see, Mm -hmm. you know, what I wrote last time. It's a lie. You're not just going to read. You're going to edit. And you're going to revise. And you're going to bring that inner critic to life. And then when you go to sit down and type new words, you're not going to be able to. Because the (laughs) inner critic is the one talking and the creative is not the one talking. So, um, yeah, that's what my textbooks are telling me. And uh, I'm believing them. It's happening too (laughs) often for me to not to. (laughs) No, it definitely, it's definitely
1: out there. The, the thing that I, I run into the constant notifications, uh, I come from a family who really likes group chats.
0: Um, mm.
1: and I love them. I love them, but also like shut up. So <laughs> I have muted most of my group chats because sometimes like I will pick up my phone and there's like 30 messages in the chat and it's just oh, my mom my and my brother talking to each other about like home decor. And I'm like, couldn't you guys have just texted that to each other instead of like sending me 30 notifications about like windows, like, you know, so, so stuff like that. And then, um, I mean, I, I make fun of my, my dad for this, but I also do this where you like message someone because you're like thinking of the thing and you're like, if I don't message them right now, I'll forget. So I work for him. So he does that to me a lot. Uh And it's really annoying when I'm in the middle of like my writing and he'll like, hey remember we got to do the you know xyz on monday and i'm like well now all i'm thinking about is like maybe i should prep that stuff so it's ready for him on monday right that's so like monday's
0: problem <laughs> monday yeah and
1: i have a problem like i'm super good at telling my friends that i'm like that's monday's problem yeah um yeah i'm not so good at doing it to myself so <laughs> <Neither> my solution <laughs> to all of those phone ones is to put your phone in another room mm-hmm. put it away yeah like, Far enough away that it's not within arm's reach. Like you physically have to get up and leave. So like I put my phone usually in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and then I go all the way down the hallway down to my office where I write. And then if I write like a certain amount, like it'd be like in 500 words, I can go check my Instagram.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is what we've come to.
1: Yeah. And it's funny how that's a motivation. Like we're so addicted to our phones. Right. So I was like, that actually, it kind of works for me um so yeah that's definitely uh, a writer's block for me um but the other one that gets me is the imposter syndrome yeah that one hits and that is actually I would say the biggest writer's block like cause of writer's block for people uh, when you're sitting there and you have the blank page and the blank brain and you're almost like afraid to put Mm. words down because you're like what if they suck but the thing is like you're the only one reading them if they suck so just put them down anyway and And... I'm totally gonna take my own advice guys totally this time this time for sure (laughs) this time for real um but yeah I definitely I do that too and like I sent um my first two chapters of this story out to our writers group Mm -hmm. I think it was last month actually and I was all like I don't know about the story like I was actually going to start a new project for nano I was going to give up and be like you know what I'm just going to follow this like one vibe I have for another story and just say screw it yeah and then I got my feedback on those first two chapters that I wasn't sure about and I (laughs) got probably the best feedback I've ever gotten on my writing before wow from the whole group as yeah. a whole, so I was like, "Whoa, I really delivered." I guess, like, if everybody said it was good, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. Good odds. Mm-hmm. So that was actually what helped me help motivate me to keep going with this story instead mm-hmm. of starting like dropping it, and starting a new draft. I love um, that. Yeah. So that was kind of that. a that was kind of a tough one. So the yeah, imposter syndrome is a big one. Like we have done an episode on it, and I feel like mm-hmm. we could talk about like we could talk about it forever. It's just mm-hmm. something everybody runs into so if you're stuck definitely have that little inward look at yourself and say why am I stuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like and one of the other tricks uh actually that helps me get unstuck when I'm feeling like I can't get words out is um I will go do something else and like daydream about my story like purposely daydream about it that one is probably my favorite and I actually often like walk my dogs in the morning and I listen to music and I'll daydream about my projects. And sometimes like I'll stop and make a couple notes on my phone because like, as everybody knows, I can't remember anything <laughs> if I don't write it down. Um, so I'll do that. And then I can go back to my notes. Like I've come back to my notes and been like, oh, I forgot I came up with that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that. <laughs> that's my so favorite. That's a good trick. Yeah. Um, I know Elise has some some other tricks as well. So I'll yeah. let you uh, chat about those for a sec.
0: I really like the daydream one. That's 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 one of my favorite ones. I was gonna I was gonna tell a quick story. I um I was trying to write I was trying to fill a plot hole. Book two, Heart of the Forest, which just came out last week. I got <laughs> feedback. I got like my last phase of feedback back from you, um, and you'd pointed out something that I I think I noticed in the previous draft, but I just chose not to. For whatever reason, I chose not to fix it. Like, what's wrong with me? But you were like pointed out like, yeah, no. I was like, uh, damn it. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so I had to fix it. Um, and I sat down to get through some edits and I got to that part of the manuscript. And it's was like, I, I don't, I got nothing this book is releasing in less than a month and I have to fix this before I publish it. And I don't know how to do it. I don't <laughs> see a solution to this. <laughs> and I was sitting there for a while and I could not figure it out. So I fixed some other things. I was like, whatever. I was like, okay, it's it's time to have supper. And then my husband and I cl- go rock climbing three times a week at the gym. Um, so I was like, okay, I just, I have to go. It's, it's, it's not happening today. It's a weekend problem. Um, so we, Eight And we got all ready for the gym. We go out there. And um, so if you've never been to a rock climbing gym, we go bouldering, which is the kind of rock climbing where you're not using ropes. You don't climb very high and you're just solving um, a rock climbing problem. Like there's a bunch of problems set up on the wall in different colors. So they're color coded um, and they're different grades and different levels. And then you just kind of like problem solve each one and see if you can complete it. It's like checking off a task list for me, which is I think why I enjoy it so much because it's like Mm, I go and I pick pick a climb, I get it done, check, move on to the next one, get it done, check. And especially if I'm doing like the higher levels, I'm getting a bunch of easy ones and then I'm getting some harder ones. feels really good. So it was a really quiet night at the gym. We go with my brother. So my husband and my brother were off in one corner climbing. I was, I'm not quite as good as they are. Nah. So <laughs> I was in another corner working on something else by myself. And it's usually a very social thing, but it was just like, we had the gym to ourselves for whatever reason, no one was out. So I was sitting down between climbs because you have to take a break. You can't just like hit the wall over and over again or else your arms die and you can't do anything. So um, <laughs> so you take lots of bra- breaks and that's why it's so social, but I was sitting down and staring at the wall, trying to figure out this climbing problem. And at the same time, I was thinking about my story. And somehow that merged into me daydreaming about my writing problem and about this plot hole that I needed to fill. And by the end of the night, I had made a bunch of progress on this climb and I'd solved my plot hole problem at the same time. And it was the most beautiful thing. It was the most beautiful moment of my life. That's exaggerating, but (laughs) I felt really good about (laughs) it. More of like writing life. Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so the daydreaming and problem solving while you're doing something else that is Mm -hmm. uh, tried and true, like that'll work half the time or nine times out of 10, maybe even. Um, Shower thoughts. It's a thing. Go take a shower and just think about it and see what you come up with. Um, My other personal favorite is lists. When I'm stuck Mm -hmm. on something, I make a list of all the different things that could happen. And when I say all, I mean all. Like, I mean, a penguin could swoop in and just like slide down the hill next to my characters. They're not in the the North Pole. That's not a thing that happens. There are no penguins, but okay, a penguin could swoop in. That's a dumb idea. But inner critic is not talking right now. So we're not allowed to say whether the idea is dumb until I have a list of a (laughs) hundred (laughs) things. So I make a list and progressively... Every time without fail, the things that I list start getting better and better. So I start with the Penguin, which is shit. And then I get down to like thing number 10. And it's like, this is the biggest twist in history. And I'm a writing genius. And I'm not, but I feel like I am, so I use it and it works out great. That's the best feeling <laughs> ever. It is, like, it is. I'm a genius. It only lasts for like 10 yeah. seconds. But <laughs> Until really you have nice. to actually write the scene. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. yeah. You're like, I take it back. This is hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So those are, those are some of my favorite. And then if all else fails, take a break. Give yourself some mm-hmm. grace and just take a break because honestly, that'll serve you longer. Like... I really like big extended blocks of time where I'm doing a few hours of writing at a time. That's how I got my 9k on Monday. That's how I work the best. But um it's been scientifically proven, I believe, that people work best in focus blocks of like 45 minutes at most, which makes me cry because I want like four solid hours to feel like I've made, you know, some I've gotten some good work done. 45 minutes is all I get and then I have to get up and stretch um so yeah if that's all you do you do 45 minutes 15 minutes stretch break 45 minutes again that can be a really good way to just keep your brain going and then take a walk do something active to get your blood flowing to get those endorphins going and that that's usually going to help you a lot in the long run you'll at least get some yeah. words in and then you can go back and fix them later but at least you're not sitting at zero Exactly. And I
1: find, yeah, I find exercise to be one of the, the really helpful things to do before writing or like break up your writing blocks with exercise. Um, because a lot of time, not that it's mindless, but, um, Your brain can kind of go a bit on autopilot when you're exercising, like walking or whatever. You kind of start to go on autopilot. I sometimes like it's spin class, it's like really loud with the lights and like the music and stuff. It's dark, but it's kind of nice because no one's talking to me, no one can reach me, no phone, nothing. And I'll sometimes just like listen to the instructor. Like I'm on autopilot, I'm listening, Mm -hmm. but I'm thinking about like my writing, whatever. Um, my goals and stuff like that. And that actually is a good time to do it because I can't uh, get out of my own head. Like I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't be distracted. Mm-hmm. So that's been, that's pretty helpful. Um, one of the other things that I do when I'm feeling like, not necessarily blocked, but like if I'm on like a really slow go with writing, like I'm getting like a sure. hundred words and it's like, Pointy. you know you know
0: where you're trying to go but it's just getting there is just not just can't happening.
1: get there yeah. yeah so that's when i get into writing sprints yeah. so it's something we do together all the time and it's like one of my like recommended ways to write really mm-hmm. uh, so like we usually do it in little blocks so if if i'm having a slow elise is great because she's very rarely having a slow time but i often <laughs> have slow times so we will do for me 15 minute sprints <laughs> and then we have to check in with the word count um you yeah. know and elise is like 600 and i'm like 105 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then it reverses with the next one and you're like yeah i got 800 and i'm like i got 47 because i'm on instagram <laughs>
1: Yes, that is also what happens. It helps us stay on task a little. Um, But once we get on a roll, we'll extend our sprints Mm -hmm. to like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we'll have a sprint with a word count goal too, which I find the most effective when we're in NaNoWriMo especially. So like, I'll be like, we're doing a a 15 minute sprint and I'm going to get 500 words. Like I have to haul ass to get 500 words in 15 minutes. Like, and so in a way I'm like kind of competing more with myself than with you, but it does, it does work. Um, and if you don't have a writing buddy to sprint with and they're not free to sprint with you when you are writing, um, you can totally enlist the help of someone just close to you, like, mm-hmm. My husband gets to be this person a lot. I'll be like, <laughs> I'm going to do a writing sprint and I'm going to come get you at like 315 and tell you how many words I did. So I get a couple things done where it's like if he doesn't hear from me from by 315, he'll be like, how many words do you have? <laughs> um, and I have to get up and kind of move around and like go find him wherever he is in the house and I tell him. And he's also like a major cheerleader. He's like, that is so awesome. Like, you know, <laughs> That's adorable. So yeah, it's cute. And then um, one year, actually, I uh, we had this little half wall in our house. And I sit sat in my chair before my wrist problems got bad. I could write in my recliner. Mm. Anyways, I would sit in my recliner. And we had this little half wall that leads downstairs. And he would play uh, video games. And I would yell every time I hit like 500 words. And he would throw me a Halloween candy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that one. That's genius. <laughs> so I won that year. Um, I probably also gained so a couple pounds. <laughs> so that kind of stuff works too. Like uh, like we've talked about the reward system a lot. Right. And I think a lot of the time we, we've talked about the reward system like for something big. Like you finished your draft, mm-hmm. you yeah. get a reward. Yeah. Um, when you're doing nano or sometimes you just need some help, you can give yourself rewards for 500 words mm-hmm. or hundred words. Like yeah. just whatever helps of get you through. Like mm-hmm. I've been doing, um, you know, 500 words. I'm going to go make a cup of tea, 500 words. And I'm going to go have a snack. 500 words, we're going to take the dogs for a walk. When I get back, I'm going to do another 500 words. And like doing them, I actually have noticed the 500 word block thing works really well for me because what actually happens is I usually write way more than 500 words. Yeah, and then feel good. Exactly. Then I'm like, I killed that one. I got like 800 words. I love it. So yeah sometimes you're just tricking yourself honestly Mm -hmm. i feel like so much of writing is just kind of tricking yourself tricks and bribery just bribe the
0: heck out of that and you'll be done bribery is awesome
1: (laughs) it works for a lot of things like when you're training like dogs for example Mm -hmm. like they get treats and praise when they do something right so like
0: you should do that for yourself yeah humans (laughs) like to think they're above all that but nah why do you think kids like candy so much
1: (laughs) yeah oh my god it's so true yeah that's why like we do stuff like if i can get through this horrible work day i'm gonna go to like mcdonald's on the way home mm-hmm. or something you know what i mean yeah. like i know everybody does that they're like if i could just do this thing then i can have this yeah so we definitely uh yeah the reward system is a is a great trick mm-hmm. And that's the tea on Nanoremo in the Trenches. We'll see you in two weeks for a chat about wrapping up Remo and dealing with writing burnout. Happy writing!